0: Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.TheGrowYourSalonFastShow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show. This is episode number 40. We're heading up there, and uh, I'm Cat Smith, as usual, the QBV, and with me I also have the King of the North, the uh, man with the uh, cold balls, Mr. Bigart. <laughs> How Hello. are you?
0: I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that what happens when you get cold balls? <laughs> no, don't you get
0: a very high-pitched voice, then?
1: Oh, really? I <laughs> oh, no. know. <coughs> so I haven't
0: literally frozen so my balls off yet
1: well that's good but I think you may that most Norwegians may have been feeling a little bit cold because I hear that you've slipped in the happiness stakes and that you've been overtaken by Finland as yeah, far I as, as the too. most happiest country in the world
0: yeah.
1: um, well, so the what Finns are the Finns are, doing at the Norwegians? They are,
0: they are drinking lots of vodka <laughs> and, and t- having soreness and shit like that have you, have you ever been to Finland? <laughs> Yeah, you have.
1: Haven't. I have. I Have yeah, have, to you
0: seen, have you seen those trailers, they convert to saunas in the middle of the fucking forest somewhere?
1: Well, I went to Helsinki, so it wasn't the middle of the fucking forest, but <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> no. I went to Helsinki and even the harbour was frozen. That's how fucking cold it was. The yeah. sea was frozen. I've never seen a frozen sea before. And it was frozen you right haven't? up to the edge oh. where we walked up to. It was a Crazy craziness, you could walk out onto the harbour, it was insane, insanely cold. <laughs> insane.
0: I have to send you a few photos because that's how we got it here. That's
1: yeah, so how you got it here. Well, I know you compete with the Finns with everything, but uh, <laughs> you're number two. Number two, how do you feel? Are you a bit unhappy about that? Number two, and the unhappiness and the happiness. Yeah. I noticed Qatar was number 45, oh, so I'm shit. glad I'm not there anymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and New, Zealand, New Zealand's number eight. So yeah. we always tend to be high, behind the Scandinavians, but ahead of the Aussies and the Brits. Yeah. So, uh. Speaking of good. the cold, mm.
0: I went outside yesterday and um, <laughs> I noticed. I love uh, how
1: you're so literal. <laughs> I, I noticed a
0: glacier. Yesterday.
1: It's a glacier, what, yeah. outside your front door?
0: Yeah, almost, yeah turns out that my uh, outdoor tap froze yesterday, and it's now leaking. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, no. Yep. So, big water it was, bill? Or that it was, not big
0: no, bill. no, water bill isn't the problem. We pay, we don't pay per used litre. So, no, because you've got uh, so much water
1: going
0: on, We've we got so much water. No, but uh, the problem is I've got this huge glacier, and uh, it was minus 15 yesterday, that's why. And I forgot to turn off the uh, water valve indoors, so... The whole thing froze <gasps> and cracked open. And uh, and oh, i got to remove this huge glacier from my from my uh, courtyard.
1: Fun times. Yeah, fun, fun times in the house of snow. Yeah. Cool. Well that sounds like a really exciting thing.
0: My, my life is me. on fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, your life is under ice. There's <laughs> no fire and cold, quite frankly. <laughs> Whereas I, on the other hand, full of dust and sand and fire. That's yeah. and and we pay for water. We pay dearly for water here. It's all heavily processed. Do you mm-hmm. have enough? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not having a laugh. No. When water is scarce, the price of it goes up. There's something about supply. Yeah, but do month. you have
0: enough? Do you actually have enough water? How do you get water down there?
1: And um, they take it out of the sea and they put it into great big plants oh, okay. and they do some magic to it and they yeah. desalinate it, yeah. uh, and then it comes out again as drinkable, potable water. Um, and here's something. So here's something Mr. QBV has done that I didn't know he was doing, which actually makes me stop and think. It also <laughs> makes me very cross. <laughs> yeah. So we we have a water dispenser in our house, yeah. you know, the big five gallon bottles that go into a dispenser which cools the water down to drink it and you, normally you would buy the bottles from a supplier and they come and deliver it and put it into your machine and off you go and you drink away and you order more and it's supposed to be water that's not being desalinated but it's you know it's mineral sourced or yeah. you know from yeah. a big well somewhere um it's supposed to be better to drink but my husband has been I said to him the other day I said I hadn't noticed. I said, who do we order the water from? I haven't seen a truck pull up. I said, does the maid do it? Is she doing it? And he said, "Um, no. He said, I do it. I said, oh, who's our water company? He said, "Um, the tap. (laughs) I said, pardon? (laughs) He said, well, I did not think it was worth it. He said, I thought I'd just fill up the empty bottles from the tap in the kitchen (laughs) and just put them back in the water filter. See, for the last three months, you've been drinking water from the tap. No problem at all. Oh, oh. my God, that's disgusting. Because all I can think of in desalinated water in a country like this, which is not third world necessarily, but sometimes the bugs run freely, is that I've been drinking this shitty water and I've been getting... But it's not shitty, is it? Well, it obviously isn't because I survived for three months. <laughs> I Does hadn't it even taste enough. chlorine? No, it mm. tastes fine. He said, so what's your problem?
0: Does it taste avian?
1: It doesn't taste like avian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> could you use it in your hair?
1: Well, funnily enough, you could, um, but it's very to, hard. To the either. listeners,
0: I'm now, now making a reference to the Madame store. The Madame or madame. madame.
1: Madame, if you wanted. Avian was too good for Avian in here. Yeah, so that's a. Uh, yeah, but mentally, because I was thinking mentally that I'm getting this nice water that's you know, been t- dug out of a well and an oasis and there's lots of camels running around and donkeys and olives and dates and it's all very pleasant <laughs> and there's the you know, Matahari doing a dance with her, whatever. That's where I'm getting my water from. It turns out I'm not. I'm just getting it Ooh. from the tap.
0: Okay. Ooh, so Kelvin has turned that into a habit.
1: Well, it is. It's become a habit and uh, and I've just normally just gone... And got water out of the machine thinking it was something else, but now it's not. Um, and actually, because he's been doing it for so long, we're not going to get uh, water from the man in the truck. Uh, it's just become a habit of him filling it up from the tap every day, although mm. he is having problems with the bottles leaking, but never mind. Okay, um, okay, and actually, it just yeah, reminded me the, of habits. Yeah you're <laughs> now down me, at the
0: so detailed level that we can So yeah, reminded
1: me of the fact that it is now uh, a quarter of the way through the year or just over a quarter of the way through the year um, and I was thinking about New Year's resolutions and the fact that majority of people would have forgotten them in the first six weeks and if you did hang on to any of them you're doing very well but probably 99% of you have failed in all your New Year's resolutions and um, And one of those reasons is because usually New Year's resolutions are very big, lofty, large, unattainable goals that have a very um, delayed gratification. You can't see the results instantly. So there are things like you might say you want to run a marathon or you might want to um, be better at keeping in contact with your friends and family. Or you might say you want to give up smoking or you want to give up drinking. Um, but they're all big, big, big goals that are linked to habits and usually bad habits um, because they are things that you get cravings for. And um, I don't know if you knew, but you cannot break a bad habit. Did you know that?
0: I did, to be honest. But let's pretend I didn't. <laughs> let
1: Well the thing is that most people say I want to break a habit and they yep. think they can break habits so for example smoking they want to they give up smoking and then people say well you can't it's a habit it's very addictive um, you'll have to break the habit um, and the thing is you can't you can't break any bad habits that you have so whether it's picking your nose or clicking your teeth together or it's um, you know, surfing the internet when you're just get distracted, um, and being distracted by the internet when you're supposed to be working, they're all bad habits, um, and you can't, once they've become a habit, once they're formed, you can't actually break them, um, and I know most people think you can, but you can't, the only thing you can do is change the habit, so you have to recognise uh, what the habit is to start with, and then what to do about it, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, because of A, it's you know, half, quarter of the way through the year, and that probably there's a lot of things that people, are as and owners, want to have done and haven't done yet. And um, often, one of the big things that people tell me is that they don't have enough time to do things, and they are struggling with getting everything done. Um, and now that quarter of the year is gone, they've only got quarter you know the rest of it to do what they want to achieve. Um, at the end of the year and sometimes when you see that happening you think oh fuck it I can't be bothered I can't do it, it hasn't worked for me so far it's not going to change um so anytime's a good time to start probably now would be a good time to start yeah <laughs> but time is a good time to start and the, the problem I think I've, I've been hearing people say is they just don't know how to do it um, and you know they're working on the floor and they're doing things with their staff and they're trying to make things work and then they get a customer complaint and things like that but then they go off and do the bad habits that they are yeah. uh, that's holding them back from doing the things that they, they need to do to start with So, so I can so, relate
0: this to uh, weight loss for instance uh, because as I've talked about before last year I've been trying to shed some weight and I mm-hmm. have uh, but it's taken me quite a while to change the habits Because you're in a habit when it comes to eating, for instance, you get hungry at certain times or you start craving stuff and it's really difficult to break that habit whether you then go and actually eat something to stop that craving or whatever. So so actually breaking that habit, as as people call it, is not just about breaking the habit because if, in my case, if if I don't satisfy the craving, I will... Just be obsessed by it. Uh, Was what you can do. What I did, for instance, is that I've just done other things. So you can, for instance, when you you when you get the craving, you aren't always really hungry. You just feel hungry. You just want something. So what you can do instead, for instance, is to like. Uh, well, people do different things, but go for a walk, go brush your teeth, go play a game, go play with a dog. I sometimes eat uh, fisherman's friend. Because when <laughs> I eat the Fisherman's Friend, I do not want to eat any food after because it tastes shit. So you know, especially
1: you do... orange juice. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So, so um, yeah. yeah. But you're but right; you can't you can't just you have to recognize the cue and then you have to change what you do. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Cat and Vegard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.
1: It's interesting what you talked about because there's there's three parts to a habit. There's the cue, there's the routine, and there's the reward. So your cue is your boredom. So And it's probably at a certain time or you're doing something specific or you're in a certain place. Or, for example, I get bored when I sit down to do some work and I'm doing work for a while and I think, oh, I'm bored. And then my routine will be to hit the Facebook button. Um, and surf Facebook for a wee bit to have a look and see what's going on in the rest of the world. And then three hours later I resurface and think, fuck, we're three hours gone. (laughs) But my reward was surfing Facebook is I'm getting a dopamine hit all the time. So I'm getting a nice little hit in my brain of feeling good, feeling happy. And with you, with your reward, it's, it's the hit as well. So you're getting endorphins from the food and dopamine hit from the food that you're eating or the caffeine yeah. or, or whatever it is you're getting. So you're getting the reward. So you, you need to look at, say, what your cue is, what what happens when you have that urge or that craving. So what are you doing at that point? And then what reward are you getting from it when you, when you undertake the habit? So those two things you can't change. You can't change the cue necessarily and you can't change the reward but what you can do is change the routine in the middle which is what you've described yeah, just, just you to clarify that when you talk,
0: or, yeah when you talk about the reward you mean the dopamine kick
1: yeah the, how good you feel afterwards you know, when when you've when you've done that habit so if it's smoking your reward is the nicotine hit if it's drinking it's the same thing as it it's, it's endorphins in your brain that are going off. Is it, if it's exercise, you get an endorphin. See, this is good habits and bad habits. If it's exercise, you get an endorphin rush, so you feel good. So you're always getting a reward of something and sometimes it's um, instant gratification. So your reward when, when you're thinking about habits and you're trying to create new habits that are good habits, you often want a reward that is instant because that helps you Take small steps to getting creating the habit to become getting it embedded into your brain, so it becomes automatic. So when you make these big goals at New Year's or New Year's Day, for example, you don't see instant gratification from many of them because they are delayed gratification. The things you want to achieve over a long period of time, so you're not getting the little rewards that help you embed it into your brain, so it becomes an automatic good habit. So you want some instant gratification. So getting up and going for a walk if you Changing routine if you were bored means you get a little bit of endorphin from the exercise. Probably if you did some star jumps, it would be even better. Mm, (laughs) Just imagine doing star jumps, possibly, or um, going out in the garden or whatever it is, or even if it is. Um, an instant reward of some internet surfing but you have a timer on it or you have one of those blockers that blocks you from looking at it for a period of time so you can look at it for five minutes and then it gets blocked again. Then you're getting that little hit and you can continue on with what you're supposed to be doing and then yeah, you go again type of thing. So it's actually, that, that habit is always there. It's just you change the routine. So you change what the process um, and the outcome is going to be. So I find that quite interesting because most people don't think about how they are going to go and achieve these goals that they're setting at the start of the year. And goals are really can be quite important when you're in business because you want to achieve yeah. certain things but you need to be able to do them.
0: And also uh, what I would like to, to, to emphasize here is the importance of actually having a plan on, on how to deal with this because what I've noticed is that say, um, uh, say what is eating thing? If if I'm doing something that's interesting, like my uh, flight simulator, uh, I, <laughs> no, stop, stop. Just Tell us no. about the uh, <laughs> flight. Simulator. No, no. If, yes. if, if, Tell if, us
1: um, about the flight simulator.
0: <laughs> if I do that, I can probably sit and fought around with that for hours without feeling any hunger or urge to eat anything at all
1: well if i'm
0: working on something you know tedious or boring like say sometimes the stuff we have to do in our businesses some of that stuff is boring and 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 that means you need to have some sort of coping strategy so you will actually finish what you started and and get, get go through everything you have to go through to finish it and when you sit there and do that, we could call boring or tedious. It's so easy to just you know as you said click on that facebook button, go have a snack uh do the laundry or or something um so you need to have sort of a sort of an action plan what do I do when I get too bored how do I do that and you you actually the last episode where where we uh, we had together where you talked about um you talked about. And I've forgotten all about it. I lost my train of thought. The twelve-week year. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where you can plan all this and how you're going to deal with it and break things down in smaller tasks, etc., etc., and you could uh, figure out how to cope with it.
1: Well, and I think the thing is, is, when you want to make a change, if you, you're desperate to make a change, if you, things are that bad that it's too painful to sit inactive um, rather than make a change, you've got to, first you've got to want to. So you've got to want to change your habit to start with. So that's really paramount. It has to be something you want to do. No one else can make you do it, no one can force you to do it, no one can say to you, just go and do it, because you won't. You've got to really want to do it yourself. And then you've got to believe that you can do it, um, and I think this is why people, people like Alcoholics Anonymous is so successful, and Narcotics Anonymous is that they hang their or um, their processes on a belief system, and it's usually geared around God um, or a religious kind of belief, where you say, "I believe I can do it with God's help," whereas if you're not religious at all, like me, thank God. You need to believe that you can do it yourself. So you, there has to be quite a lot of self-belief going on. It's like, yes, I believe I can do this. This yeah. is not impossible. I can, I can, I can do this. Yeah. And you can put your support around you and say, t- tell someone that's what you're doing. And yeah. as long as they're supportive, so you've got to want to and you've got to believe you can. And then you've got to understand, find out what your cues are, what the rewards are, and then change the routine. Yeah. So the, it's it's a five-step process. But once you do it. It's very, very simple. It's not yeah. like you have to sit down and write screens of things about planning this, that, next thing. So when you say there's a plan, you just got to know what you want to achieve, pretty much. So yeah. you don't have to sit there and write loads of pages about how to do this. Just go and Those five things are really, really, really paramount. And that's yeah. how people change from being complete couch potatoes to marathon runners. Yeah. They change those habits. Um, that's how I stopped eating cake with coffee. Every time I went out for coffee, I'd have a piece of cake. Mm. It was just a habit. It was just a habit. But oh, it's one habits thing I changed. are dangerous. Changed. Oh, they are dangerous because I got fat. But I wanted to change. I wanted to not stop being fat, and I could, believed I could. And I knew my cue was going out for coffee. My reward was I was feeling good because of the sugar rush I'd get after the cake and the caffeine. So I changed the routine. I still went out for coffee, but I changed the type of coffee I ordered. So therefore, when I changed the type of coffee I ordered, I didn't automatically order a cake with it. Yeah. So instead of ordering a latte, I got an American yeah, milk.
0: Exactly. And so I
1: didn't need the cake.
0: Yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden the cake disappeared and it became redundant. So, yeah. and I started losing weight. God, who knew? You losing so started, weight? You don't need yes. that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but I, at the time I did, I was desperately overweight. So, yeah. and it was just a tiny change. But it was recognizing what it was that was, was happening to to make that happen
0: but that, that's that's yeah that's the same i was talking about earlier when i talked about my weight loss thing because i could have probably done that if i if i needed to do that now I lose um i lost about 12 13 kilos now uh, since may i think and i could have done that way quicker than i did and if i i did i'm actually going to lose a, drop a few more kilos now and then i'll be done uh for a while uh but uh, if I'd start, if I, if I if I if I started now, I could do that way quicker than I could in May because it took a while to identify. Okay, so why do I eat? Why am I bored? Why does all this happen? Uh, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, but um, and and the, and all it takes is you sitting down and recognizing it. or you can blindly go on and just continue as normal. I guess
0: it's like I, I have to stop.
1: Well, that's a bit um, embarrassing. Vegard has just hung up on me. He has just received a call from the kindergarten saying that his daughter has smashed open her head and has to be rushed to hospital to have stitches. Um, No lie, absolute truth. Not doing that as a leave you hanging, but that's how it stands right now. Um, It has uh, taken me back somewhat. So on that exciting note, um, we're going to leave it there because obviously I can talk to thin air for a bit, but it's actually going to be very boring. Um, and I will let you go. So just uh, listen, rate, review, and I promise we'll catch up on the story of Vegard's daughter's stitches in her head next week. Okay, take
0: care. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.